Everybody, we are back. It is Taped On Live, your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it as well. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter, at the Mark Jar NFL for me, at BD Williams 18 for BD Williams. He's not here today with us, but we got my man Matt Holder at mholder95, holding it down. Make sure you guys always check out his stuff. Does all the cool draft stuff, man, and also cool Raiders in-season stuff because we're in-season now, so let's get it. Uh, so we're here to talk about preseason game number two. is 26-20, right? 26-20, to 20, a basically the Raiders basically did control most of this game. Uh, we yeah. did see some some other things from, I mean, Minnesota, the Cats had a late drive there, but we saw them be, be able to run the clock out. Uh, definitely a good game for the running backs. Of course, you know, the main thing was, you know, Alex Leatherwood playing into the fourth quarter. It's probably the biggest issue that we saw here, um, or not even an issue, but maybe surprise. And we got a lot of Thayer Mumford in the first, playing with the first team and actually getting a lot of run with the starters and uh, actually not looking too bad. Right, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I, I, I judged the offensive line last week, and then I pulled the ball twenty-two, felt a little different. So I don't want to get too judgmental of what I saw with them too much, but um, I did like his movement skills and the way he was moving. So Leatherwood, he came in there, and he looked like he, he was playing against twos and threes, and somebody started in the NFL before playing against twos and threes. So yeah, he did look pretty good. But it is interesting that he's that far down the depth chart. Um, so that that's probably the main thing that stuck out. But anything else that stuck out to you, Matt? I mean, I think on the Leatherwood part, I think it's kind of like it kind of just seems like their rotation, like going back to just what they're talking about in camp. Like I think when you were down there, remember when uh, Munford took some of the reps with the the ones and and uh, and Leatherwood was taking reps with the threes, and then the next day it's like I think they released depth chart and Leatherwood's back with was a list as a starter. Not that it means all that much, but it kind of just goes to show how open the competition is. You know what I mean? Like, it is legitimately anybody's game. But him playing that late into the fourth, I thought was a big deal, cause too. Because, like, I mean, I don't even think Bam uh, was you know, Bam Adelio Oliseli or whatever, dude from Utah, uh, yeah. the undrafted free agent. I don't even think he played um, – I don't even think he played until, like, the last – you know, until the fourth quarter, until, like, ten minutes left into it. But then again, I don't know. Maybe he's only he's a left-only type of guy because he hasn't taken any snaps on the right. So, but yeah. Brandon Parker hurt, too, I feel like, played factor in that, too. I don't think we see Leather would take as many reps if Parker's healthy. Yeah, uh, and and that's, that's it's interesting to see they even take that step with Mumford. You know, uh, you know, I mean, Leatherwood didn't play that bad last week. I, it wasn't like a like he embarrassed himself out there to, to kind of fall down the Jeff chart. And I don't think Mumford played well enough for him just to jump up in the Jeff chart. So that's why it's interesting you talk about the rotation because if these guys are kind of equal, you know, and, and Mumford, he, he didn't play bad. You know, he was, he looked like he was, you know, holding his own out there. I, I think the run game kind of suffered a little bit um, with the first team. I think they, they didn't play very well against the run. I thought Lester Cotton got beat a couple times um, in pass, and it looks like, you know, they weren't able to get the push that they were getting the week before in the run game. So, you know, I, I kind of want to look at that too. Um, but, I thought Mumford held his own in the in, in the past pro, but of course, you know, I already see the comments. You know, Jerry didn't hold the ball too long. Uh, we already talked about that. So, <laughs> yeah, but, I, mean, I think with the 
I, I think what you're talking about too, like it definitely wasn't as dominant as for the offensive line as last week. And like in full disclosure, I was fighting with my, my TV to try and find the game. So I missed about up until about 10 minutes into the, in, into the second quarter. But yeah, I mean, the guys were, I guess that were out there, like definitely wasn't as, wasn't as strong. Wasn't as like good as you would have liked, like from last week. But, but at the end of the day, they, they were, they had their moments were good enough. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you, you thought that I thought that um, you know just from the running back standpoint, just to talk about the offense. I thought Britton Brown, he, he looked, he looked, he was good, but you know you always saw the launching issues there. I mean, he hits that hole and he gets the six yards and it kind of just dies down from there. That's why I like him in the red zone. Yeah. That's why I saw him get in the end zone right there. And then um, you know, of course, Samir White. Like I said, they really weren't going to get able to get anything going early with them. So that was interesting because last week they were just dominating up front, and we didn't see yeah. that. So, you know, I definitely want to go check that out and see what's going on with that. But um, offensively, I mean, DJ Turner had a good game. I saw that Nick Mullins lead. He was like seven for nine at a passing rate of 147. So um, compared yeah, to that, Jared go ahead. On turn, oh, I was just going to say, on Turner's uh, touchdown, he threw a dart, too, on that one over the middle. I think it was like a dig route. Yeah. Hell of a game for DJ Turner. He was the guy that kind of stood out to me the most just because in two ways. Like, he had that uh, – had a couple nice catches. I think he ended up with like three for 58, something like that, and cut. And then uh, he had that long return, too, on camera for the kicker punt, but he had one that sent him up on good field position, too, which, especially when we're talking about battling for that fifth and sixth wide receiver spot, mm-hmm. that's going to be huge, especially in the return game, which, as we know, sticking Hunter Renfro back there uh, isn't a, isn't the ideal situation right now. Yeah, especially with you know how prevalent the slot receiver is in this, in this offense. So. Yeah. If you have a backup slot receiver, if Hunter Renfro does get down, it is important to have that backup slot. And if DJ Turner can be that guy, he might find a way in this roster too. I mean, you know, we always talk about how many guys are going to come in from the outside. We don't talk about how important the slot is in this offense, and that is something that he does. And, you know, when they were working at a training camp, he was working with Hunter Renfro when they are working the slot receiver. So that's that could be a way for him to make his roster, plus uh, with the kick returns and all that stuff. So I'd be interested to see what he does, but I don't know. I, I still think, think they got to go with Nick Mullins if they're going to the back of a quarterback, in my opinion. Overstead him? Yeah, I'm just – they got to do it. I, I just I, – I, I can't I can't do the Jared Stidham, man. I just – I can't. I, I kind of like what Stidham does bring, at, at least, like, athletically. Like, even when yeah. Mullins was running, he looked like he was, he was completely out of place. Like, I do kind of like what Stidham brings to his offense, but he was frustrating a lot of me, kind of a little bit of what we were talking about last week with PD. Where like yeah. he just does not want to stay in the pocket. Like that one sack that like that it was like a stunt and like I think Bars gave it up. Whatever, like it like you could tell like he was not expecting the quarterback to be that far out of the pocket. And it looks like I mean it looks like he had to move a little bit, he had some pressure, but he just take a couple side steps and still be he gets yeah. to throw from a clean pocket fine and it ends up being a sack. But yeah. I do I don't know, I feel like I feel like Stidham's got a little bit more more of the swag and a little bit more of the confidence with the offense right now. But then again, I guess I yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see what you're saying, especially with the with the athleticism. But you know, it yeah. just if if I feel like if Derek Carr went down, I, I just think Sid might be a little bit of a train wreck with live NFL football. At least Nick Mullins is like won some games. You know, even yeah, you can you can you can say what you want about his talent. I mean, that he's at least actually we've seen him win a game before. Um, he's I don't boring, know. Marcus. <laughs> I he's know. boring. If you're gonna give me a backup quarterback, at least give me at least give me some like exciting plays, with <laughs> You know, I don't. I, it's 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 like 
you know, it, it, it just it just feel a lot better. I, I feel a lot better going into a game with Nick Mullins instead of Jared Stidham at, at this point. Because, to go, yeah. To go dip into the old football guy in me, he also doesn't look like he should belongs out there. He doesn't pass the eye test. I still, him and his pads, I don't know what it is. I just, it's, it's gotten worse with, like, different jerseys. He just looks like he's, like, a Pop Warner player out there. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with that. I agree with that. It's, it's, really it's the aesthetics. Yeah, he does look like that. But, because even last week, Going going into like you know watching it again, I was like, oh, he, he doesn't look that good. But then he was just getting the ball out on time. I was like, you know, he just he's played with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, <laughs> it just it just, it just works out better for me in my mind. If Derek Carr got hurt, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh, he's sitting like running into sacks and stuff. Like they were just throw so much stuff at him, and he'd just be confused. Yeah, <sighs> he'd just be. I, mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I'm not gonna like stress over it too much, but you're probably right. I mean, he probably he's probably the guy, more the guy that gets you like 500 if you, if you have a good running game. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I look at. It. Yeah, too much backup quarterback for sure. All right, on the defense defense side of the ball, um, I mean, they got a lot of stops. Definitely, I, I think they you know they got gashed in the run game a lot. Defense yeah, tackle it was like still an issue, but. It was still up and down. Like I felt like Kyle Pecco, another guy that stood out in the game. I think that the play got negated, but he had a nice little uh, uh, pass breakup on the. It was like a false start, or whatever, down by the goal line. Um, he, I felt like when he was in there, that like, he was actually holding his ground. But Vernon Butler, I felt like against the, as a run defender, had a rough day. Matthew Butler got a, got turned around a little bit too. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what I thought, thought. I thought they all got pushed around a little bit. I thought you know near Farrell. Um, you know, he got pushed around a little bit too, as well. Definitely not yeah. something you want to see, but I don't know how much Patrick Graham is Mr. Run, stop the run either. That's the thing. So, you know, even if you bring somebody in, you know, you talked about bringing Sue in. I mean, Sue is not a run stuffer, though. He's not like going to come in and just like yeah. change the whole game, stopping the run. I mean, he's still a great pass rusher, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he would come and help. The pass rush for sure, but the, the you know I don't know who's out there to really help that. You would hope Jonathan Hankins comes back and helps that as well. I think Billings had some good moments. So nice if you have, it, it was a, it, I was just gonna say Billings had that nice was it uh was it on second or third down where he had that like stop on the goal line. Yeah, uh, it was second down. Second down, yeah, he had a nice play today, which is good to see him. He's a guy that hasn't played a whole lot of football in the last few years just because. Mm-hmm. Because of COVID and all that, so yeah, it was at least one bright spot for him against the run. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the, really, when they started gashing the runs, when Butler and Farrell came in there in the second quarter, they yep. put them in early, put them earlier than they did uh, last week, right? And they gave them a little early run, and uh, yeah, they got pushed around a little bit. I mean, that's basically what kind of happened. Yeah. And they, because because it's funny, they took them out. Actually, Patrick Graham got tired of it and took them out and uh, put the, <laughs> put the, put Billings in the back in the game. After that drive, the drive stalled. So you kind of see how they they kind of performed, and you know later on they played a little bit better. But um, I, I, what I see from Farrell is a lot of good pass rush moves more than really, <laughs> which is the opposite of what he was in college. <laughs> exactly. He had a nice little spin move. He got a pressure with, and then he had three pressures last week on PFF. And you know, I, I posted a nice little chop Rick he did last week. I'm like, is this dude a pass rusher? Is he a, or is he? Are you a run? What are we doing here? You know, um, he's confused. 
But any other thoughts on the defense? Uh, uh, I know uh, cornerback, I mean, Meek Robinson got uh, beat on a couple plays. Yeah. Um, yeah, a day after I read an article about how he's turned the corner, he gets, he gets cooked for like. He's playing two, outside, three, though, Matt. He's playing outside. He, he had a good rep inside. That's, where, I saw it. that's where he's supposed to be better. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. There was. <sighs> There were a few moments too. I mean, just defensively overall, you give up how many points was it? Was it what it was the final twenty? Was it? Yeah, they gave up twenty points. Yeah, twenty points. I mean, you have twenty points in the preseason. You're gonna you're gonna have up and down plays when you're playing that many guys. I mean, secondary had its moments. It felt like Darius Butler too had a had some uh, tough plays and to, to get beat on the shorter routes. It seemed like, but um, the guy uh, Darian Butler showing up, making plays, leading the team in tackles two weeks in a row. ASU yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. No Micah Kaiser, no Micah Kaiser. Raiders. I mean, Jalen Brown had a good play today, today too. But uh, with no Micah Kaiser, a guy like uh, guy like Butler could easily find himself on the roster with uh, depending on how many guys they want to bring bring around, keep around. I don't know. Kenny Young hasn't played at all, right? No, Kenny Young has not played. Uh Uh-uh. So could be good for Young. It's Brandon Bolden, which I thought. I mean, I didn't expect him to get the lock like that. (laughs) Bolden. Yeah, Bolden. I, I feel like Bolden's just like McDaniel's guy. You know what I mean? He's like, like yeah, he's just he's, he's like I'm gonna bring him in. He's good enough to that I can keep him on the team, and then he's just he's just gonna be around. He's gonna be around uh, to be coaching pads a little bit too. Yeah, it, it's 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 gonna be interesting to see what they do with him. But I mean, he's a he's a good back, but he's just 32. You know what I mean? And they, and they got the, all those mm-hmm. young backs behind him. Um, you know, so yeah. somebody talking about Malcolm Coons. Uh, Malcolm Coons had another sack. I yep, think he looks right. I mean, he looks good as a pass rusher. Uh, you know, you think he's developing his pass rush game. Um, you know, they got him standing up again, which I think is what he did in college and what he was able to get pressure in college. And you know, uh, BD did a breakdown on him trying to do more power moves. And you know, I, I saw more, a lot more speed rushes this week. But yeah, any thoughts on Coons, Malcolm? I mean, yeah, I was just going to say he's another guy that stood out in a, in a, in a positive light. Got, like you said, he got the sack, looked good on the stunts, was able to move a little bit. And uh, I mean, he, right now he's he's looking like he's firmly cementing himself as a third down rusher, like to me. If Chandler Jones or Max Crosby goes down, like he's got some work to do against the run, but right now he's the guy that can uh, at least keep, keep it afloat for the pass rush and, you know, mix in when those two guys are healthy. He's having a hell of a preseason right now, exactly what we were hoping for when they drafted him last year. Yeah, uh, I mean, Sean Bowers having a good preseason, too. That was one of my uh, mm-hmm. sneaky guys to make the team. I, I thought he's having a um, yeah. got a lot of pressures last week. Got four pressures, according to PFF, last week. And this week, you know, he got a sack, I believe. I think he got a sack in this game, um, along with Malcolm yeah. Coons. Uh, and and, and e- even in camp, I, you know, in the one-on-ones, he was winning a lot. So I thought, I thought Bowers is somebody that could – Sneak on this team, especially with Kyler Frackle going on IR. I think that was a, a huge, a huge loss for this team, just for a depth from you know from a depth perspective. I know he's not a superstar and going to come in like yeah. get thirty sacks, but yeah, from a depth perspective, it, it was a huge loss. And then you know I don't know we don't know what's wrong with Cleveland Farrell. We haven't even seen him at all in practice really, or at camps, uh, or in the game. So we're going to see what he can do later on. Hopefully, he's not on pub, so. Like, is he just like? Are they just like letting it like string him along until they cut him or what? Like, I he... don't know. He's, he's uh, he just hasn't been practicing. I mean, he's not in the pup. No, he's not. 
Yeah, because they only have three guys on pup. So I, I, I mean, it seems like they're kind of like if you, if he's healthy, like if he was injured, you might as well have had him on pup this whole time to not waste the roster spot. You know what I mean? You, you would think, but you know, maybe because you got you got to think about that too. Maybe they want to put him on pup. I mean, if he's injured, he's injured, and you know they're letting the other guys go and they take the spot to take the spot. Because I mean, if they're doing Leatherwood like that, <laughs> we got to think that they don't have the huge thoughts on Cleveland Farrell, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's... <laughs> it's well, what I'm saying is, like, right now, like, right, like if he is injured, like, right, like, again, I'm just kind of spitballing here and just blabbering a little bit, but, like, if he is injured, yeah. right now, there's no shame in having him on putt because nothing's really affected except for the fact that you don't get enough, bring another guy in to compete for a potential role. Yeah, but, I, I mean, feel like... It, sorry, sorry. I always feel like Pup is for players that, like, have a lock on the team. And that kind of just shows he doesn't have a lock, in my opinion. Like, yeah, maybe. Tough one. <laughs> yeah, because I think a lot of it too, you know, with Alex Leatherwood as well. You know, people you know get disappointed that he's not the you know right tackle, but we all th- I, I thought he was a reach when they took him. You know, even when you watch him on the live and I when they took Alex Leatherwood, I was in shock. I was like, Alex Leatherwood is that he? And you know, we tried to you know be positive about it. But it was a reach then, too. So yep. it, it, he was a work in progress. You know, at the Senior Bowl, he had a really bad Senior Bowl, right? I mean, everybody thought he was the first round pick of Senior Bowl, then the Senior Bowl, you right? And uh, so it was seen as a reach. You know, we, we tried to, like, make up for it. And like, oh, I tried to find some positive in, in it. Yeah. But, you know. It, I, and the problem – Go ahead. And I guess the, I was just going to say the difference between – Leatherwood and Cleveland Farrell is there is no Max Crosby for uh, Leatherwood. Like right <laughs> now, they're so. hoping that the prayer is Thayer Munford is even like sniffs that level. But yeah, I, I mean, what did you think of Thayer Munford, man? Well, um, I mean, what did you think of I mean, him coming out, and what did you think of him in this game? When I thought of, when I came, when he was coming out, I thought it was pretty. I mean, I thought he was a pretty good player. I mean, guy, another guy that's played multiple spots. I mean, pretty good at Ohio State. Was I thought he was a a little bit better of a tackle than he was guard, which was kind of funny. I'm still trying to figure out why why he decided to make that move, but it is what it is. I mean, he's good, has obviously things to work on, and I can expect a seventh-round pick, specifically uh, feet and all that stuff. I can expect a seventh-round pick to have it figured out, and I thought he was a pretty good steal for them when where they got him. I think he was pretty much consensus. Uh, everyone's big board, you know, rated higher than when he was drafted. I mean – Last week there was a couple of plays where I think he got caught with that flat foot, like that flat feet work, footwork, and slower feet and all that good stuff. But uh, to, like today, I didn't, it was one of those things where you know, like you're talking about with the broadcast, like I didn't notice him, which is usually a good thing for an offensive lineman. Like he wasn't out there like getting worked or anything like that. Like we talked a lot about Brandon Parker in the beginning of last week's episode, so we all know how that went. So I mean, he's been doing good. He's been solid for a seventh round pick. It's just. When uh, he's taking starting reps over your guy that was a first round pick the year before, it's it's a little little hard to swallow right now. Could could use a little bit more than solid in the preseason, but yeah, I, I, I think Mumford is like the the nineteen nineties right tackle, like three hundred thirty pounds, just that big big right yeah. tackle. That's just like, <laughs> is he really your pass protector? Probably not. He's probably in there to play the run. Uh, but that's what I'm interested interested to see because I feel like that's kind of like the the mold they like at right tackle because you know they, they used to like Trent, Trent Brown right they're huge 
Trent Brown yeah. went to them, played right tackle, I believe. Did he, he didn't play left with them, right? He played right, I, I think. Uh, yeah, Don't quote me on that. Right, yeah. uh, I might be wrong, even if I am. It, that's kind of like that vision, right? I think they like the bigger guy there. And Leatherwood, <laughs> in my opinion, I mean, he is not that huge right tackle you would think of if you have that kind of that mindset of the old school kind of vision of what a line looks like. Cause the right tackle is the bigger guy. He might be a weaker at pass protection, right? He's not always the best pass protector, but he's a big, huge dude that can get, do a lot in the run game. Right. Now those because... guys are guards. <laughs> now those guys are guards. Basically you got these, you got two athletic tackles. And yeah. uh, so, so, so Mumford fits that mold of the old school right tackle. Yeah. And sure. I don't know. And, and that's kind of I might that might be the mindset they they kind of have with him, and I think that's just I'm just kind of spitballing why they might like him more than Leatherwood. Because I don't think Leatherwood yeah. is playing that bad to lose his job. I'm just trying to figure out why they might like Mumford or even Brandon Parker because Brandon Parker is bigger. Yeah, guy too. I'm, so I mean, it'll be interesting to pay attention to the to the tweets this week to see if that like if that's that depth chart kind of still holds where they have that Mumford still back because I I do feel like part of me thinks like this is just their rotation, they're they're trying to figure it out in a in a wide yeah. open competition and battle trying to give a young guy some reps. Then the yeah. Parker Parker injury does throw this for a loop for sure. But what's kinda yeah. nice to see too uh, a loop more take some snaps at, at left tackle too. So Yeah, I, I thought Luminar I thought Luminar uh played well. I thought he played well at guard too. Um he looks he looks clean. He um, you know, I, I like him better than Parker. I, I don't even know why that, that should be a thing <laughs> or a competition, in my opinion. He's definitely a clean guy. You guys already seen him play for you guys, too. I mean, so yeah. Yeah, he had a, a pretty good PFF grade when he uh, played with them as well. Um, so he, he's, he's, he is a clean player, in my opinion. He's just clean. And, yeah. and we also talk about this player. If they want to have a good good lineman in there, sure, is he the best lineman? No. Is he a solid offensive lineman? Like you would, that's. Uh, it's just easy to me. I just put him at right tackle. And I think he'd be fine. And then put Leatherwood at guard. I, you know, I think Leatherwood's not a bad guard. You know, I, 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 yeah. I think I feel like it's a better place for him. But we'll see what they do with him. And but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, any other thoughts uh, on this game? I see any questions. Let's see. I was going to say, uh, shout out AJ Cole. I don't know what the what the yardage was on that punt, but he absolutely boomed that that uh, one to flip the field on him. Uh, went from like twenty to twenty, something like that. Uh, was that in the third quarter? I'm talking about. Did you miss yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, Good to see. Say again. I was just going to say AJ Cole with that bomb punt. Uh, yes, I saw that. Looking at back of midside mid mid season form, flipping it to twenty to twenty. Don't get to see that a lot, so. Yes, sir. He's, he's got he's got a battle with Matariza though, man. That eighty-two yard punt. Yeah, that was a nice. That was a nice. <laughs> he's got a battle. Cool. He's got a battle for for a Pro Bowl again. Uh, Matariza already got everybody's uh, he's got everybody's eye. Um, one thing you know, I wanted to point it out too. I, I saw a lot of the big nickel again. I like that. Um, you know, having Abram in the box playing linebacker. I think we're gonna see a lot of that this season. I'm really excited about that because it puts him in a good position, especially on early downs. He plays the run really well, and if they can get you know more DBs on the field, it helps, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and and I'd rather have him guard a running back than you know Travis Kelsey. 
So if <laughs> so, if you could <laughs> put him in the box, you know, and, and, and let let him go. I mean, they had a good blitz. He had a good blitz there early, and you kind of can see how they're using him. And, and I, I think it's smart. You know, don't don't you know use the guy to his skill set. Yeah, for sure. It's just smart, right? Let let Harmon play too high over there. <laughs> play the back end and let him just play his skill set and play linebacker a little bit. And in today's game, I think it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got any questions? Uh, questions. Uh, start Illuminor or Leatherwood? I mean, I'm going Illuminor. But... I'll go Leatherwood for now, I guess, by the way. Illuminor might be the hardest name to, to spell on the team. I just That one was butchered as well. Don't worry. Yeah, I do it all the time. I have to look it up every single time. Me too, bro. Me too. I, it's, it's tough. Uh, here's uh, Phylon an option. Is Darius Phylon an option? I say yes. I think anybody, any defense tackle that is out there that can play is an option. Because I think the defense tackle group is just, it's just, you know, it's just not, ex- you talk about boring. I mean, Kyle Pecco. You know, with a Tyler Lancaster. Hey, don't you know, don't just, diss my guy like that. Why you gotta do him like that? You're doing uh, dirty. Man. Kyle Peckle's my guy right now. I'm gonna bring him up every show until you give him his respect. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's just not exciting. You know, it's it's just there's not there's not yeah. that much excitement behind it. Um, we still haven't seen Belon Nichols, right? And yeah, it's very true. He's not a run stopper either. I mean, he's more of a pass rush defensive yeah. tackle too, right? Um, so. But, I mean, all we got is Hankins. But other than yeah. that, I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, what, what was Flygon's injury? Was it Did he rupture patella pen? Does that, does that mix that up or did he just tear an ACL? Uh, I think uh, Achilles. I think, so. I, I think Achilles. Was it Achilles? I remember it being pretty, like, bad, which is I wouldn't, like, I don't, oh, I don't even know if they brought him in. I feel like they have. But I wonder if the medicals are pretty ugly. Yeah. Because, hey. like, I mean, he's not – no one's – know if he's, like, doing project for a workout anywhere. Yeah, and he's, he's not old, too. That's the thing. He's not an old guy. Yeah. I mean, there are, there, there's character issues behind it, so, you know, you know people do that. But um, but we'll see with that, man. Uh, you got any other questions, man? No questions today. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty straightforward game. I mean, nothing really too ex- – Yeah. This kind of game has had a little bit of flow to it, but nothing too exciting. Um, you know, didn't get to see too many starters. Which, um, I, at this point, after seeing Zach Wilson go down, I, I do not expect any quarterbacks to play <laughs> for the rest of this preseason. To be honest, <laughs> Zach Wilson, you know, going down, um, you know, everybody's freaked out. Just, all it takes is one quarterback to go down, and everybody's like, nope. Yep. Even if they yeah. thought about it, even if they thought about the guy playing, they're like, nope, yeah. we're done. We're not doing that. Um, so I'm not expecting them to see – any other guys or anything like that? No Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs. Uh, like I said, he he uh, ran his way back to the sideline where he uh, got his due and had to play more for the rest of the preseason after that performance he put out there. So <coughs> good to see him run. Um, another interesting thing: we didn't see any Amir Abdullah today. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Did he make the team already. His locker's already in there. <laughs> He's locked He's in too. His nameplate's already mounted on, on the locker. Oh, all right, here we go. File on Torres and Teller. So you Torres right. Teller, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah Torres right. Teller. You're right. Doc. Yeah, with a nasty knee injury, like, like that's very hard to come back from, especially yeah. 
as a defensive lineman, close to 300 pounds. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, man, Amir Abdullah. It was so interesting just when I was watching that training camp, bro. I was like, he was just out there. Like, nobody noticed it. I'm like, man, why is Amir Abdullah out here so much? <laughs> He's just, why is he getting so much run next to Derek Carr? He was just, it was just, I was like, man. So, he's, he's really I meant to ask you this up. earlier. I meant yeah. to ask you this earlier. They're going to go five wide receivers and six running backs, including the fullback and Jacob Johnson? <sighs> That's the tough part. Like, like I, I think we talked about this last week. Jacob's on the team. Mm-hmm. Brandon Bolden is on the team. Yeah. So, Zemir White's on the team. Yes. So, we already have Jacob Johnson <laughs> on the team. Uh, Kenyon Drake, the highest paid guy in the room, is he on the team? I don't think so, right? He's kind of the odd man out here. If, if Abdullah's nameplate is, is uh, mounted... I, I mean, like I said, they either got to keep six or and play, maybe play some Drake, play Drake in some wide receiver spots, or uh, cut that guy. If Abdullah is on the team, which again, spec is hypothetical. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he has some. Maybe tweak something and walk through or something like that the day before. But I, I you know, because that goes into the surprise cut on Tuesday. Does he get? Does Drake get traded? They kind of did feature him in this. In this, if we're talking about featuring. He got featured in the second quarter. Let's, let's keep it real. He's just, you know, they, they gave him the ball a lot. <laughs> I mean, he could be, but, like, I, I know he restructured his contract. I don't know. Like, is anyone trading for that contract unless the Raiders take on, unless they already take on, like, a significant amount of cap hit on it? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I wouldn't know. It. But if they, if, if they don't, and, like, the team would have to take on, take on the money, I don't think he gets traded. Who's going to take that type of money for a guy that's the running back maybe five in a good running back room, but like you're like, cause you know, like if you're, if the, if whatever team like that needs a running back mm-hmm. gets a call from the Raiders, like, you know, they're going to get, they're going to have to like someone go. Yeah. Like, so why even bother trading for them? <sighs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, I- Abdullah just didn't play, so that just sell, that says a lot to me. It says a lot that because he, he's not hurt, yeah. right? I, I don't think so. Again, like I said, maybe had something. I've been out of it the last two days. <laughs> Who had Amir Abdullah chilling with his helmet off week one preseason? I, I mean, I sure did. That was a that's a shocker. No, surprise! <laughs> that's a surprise. He's already done. Already locked in. Amir Abdullah like that. Oh man! Wow! Wow! Interesting. All right. Any uh, any other thoughts? I see some Waller at the Ace game. He Waller's just supporting his girl, man. He's just you know, it's preseason. It's preseason. He's supporting his girl. You know what I'm saying? Kelsey yeah. Plum. You know what I mean? He's got to take those pictures. You know I mean? Getting it's the boyfriend weird. points. We've all been yeah, there. You know, about to be season two. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Basically, what that was you know, you know, exactly. She's like, really? A, we can't do that. You know? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, any, anything else? Matt, we're at 30-minute mark. I think you're good. Uh, I, I don't got anything else. You got something, anything? No, we're good. We're good. Uh, we appreciate everybody. We almost have 200 people in here. Appreciate all you guys coming in here. Uh, 26-20 win for the Raiders preseason. 2-0. Defense looks really good. 
offense looks solid. Uh, definitely will keep you guys ready with those breakdowns. So look out for more. All right, look out for more breakdowns from us. Uh, you go ahead, check out the run game from uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Just drop that one. So uh, learn the run game a little bit and what you guys were doing. All right. So peace out. Have a good one. See ya.